We do what we want, boy. This is the game I want. This is the game I need. You do not know struggle. You do not know fear. You are weak. But we will take care of that. We will get you what you need to be a man. Yo, yo, I swear to God, you send me one more message through iMessage. And I'm going to unfriend you and block you, son. And I'm going to delete the podcast. I know I'm being recorded. I was the one that told you to press record. <laughs> oh shit, man! You ready for this shit? I'm ready to rock? Ooh, okay. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome to No Labels. No, 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 no. Another show, another week, and this is Woke Part Two. But before all of the before we go into all the all, all the juicy stuff, y'all know me as the Puff Man, as always joined by my phenomenal co-host, Magnif, Mr. Magnif at that. What up, Mag? What's, up? What's going on? How's everybody doing? You know what I'm talking about? I know y'all want to hear my voice, so, you know, I came back for one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's out, by the way. That's, a, that's one of the big announcements we got for this show. Mag said, fuck Puff. And uh, and fuck no labels. He's out. He's gonna do his own thing. And uh, so we got him for the last time here. And I'm just yeah. But if y'all if y'all want to catch up with me, I'll be on uh, Michigan Avenue and a wife beater and some speedos. Okay. Just letting it all hang out. Just just letting people know who I am. You know. Damn, that's gonna be a rough sight. If the outcry is (laughs) big. Oh, I'll try to be serious. But yeah, if, if the outcry is big enough, you know what I'm saying? Well, y'all want me to, you know, keep recording with this this kind gentleman right here because he's he's just as awesome. Um, let us know. You can uh, get in contact with us at no labels. That's K-N-O-W-L-B-S. That's no labels. Did I, did I, is, is that the right one? K-N-O-W-L-B-S? Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. As in the word no. As in uh-huh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. an abbreviation for pounds, you know? All my yeah. people out there that... <laughs> know about those pounds um Hell yeah <laughs> but yeah we was talking about woke too so i'm, I'm my bad man i mean to cut you off i just had to nah, let well know. let's I, i'll tell you what i appreciate you bringing up the email because we do have actual emails that oh. were sent in and uh apparently we have uh folks listening uh, uh, across a myriad of of different you know areas of the country uh, so as uh, Magnif said, you can always get a hold of the show by emailing us. We don't fuck with social media because social media, we all know what's gonna happen with that. They're just gonna try to fucking hinder the ability for us to have these conversations. So once again, the email K N O W L B S 
at gmail.com. That's no LBS at gmail.com. Uh, Mag, we, we got some emails. And uh, so Jesse from Boston says, uh, great show. The Puff Man may want to lay off the Kool-Aid. Being woke is chic. And in with and in with the times. I, I think I may know who this person is. Mm-hmm. I don't think their real name is Jesse. But you know what, Jesse? Whatever. Whatever. Uh Aaron from Florida says the show needs to oh wow. Uh the show needs to needs to be burnt to the ground. Mm-hmm. And maybe out of the ashes you can get a better show. God okay. damn. Dope. <laughs> Dope. You know, we appreciate the constructive criticism, you know, uh that's that's great advice and uh go fuck yourself. Shit. But um <laughs> hey, yo. uh Miguel who in English it means Michael from New York City says Mag is smooth with the comebacks but Puff kills it with his 20 hour seminar talks. Damn. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. <laughs> uh whatever Miguel, listen, I'm just trying to get as as in detail as possible, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes the weed gets in the way, damn it. My bad. My bad for being the Puff man. I uh Randy lastly from Philly says Puff sounds more lost on race <laughs> than the old colonizers looking for the Indian Ocean. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yo, whatever. Listen, thank you for reaching out to the show, whether it's Can hate mail like this. Misunderstood. Yes, yeah, right, <laughs> You'll be all right. <laughs> you just uh, human, man. You just human. Thank you for reaching out to the show, whether it's hate mail, whatever the fuck it may be. We're going to read it out loud. You, listen, you guys at least are tuning in, and we appreciate that. And look, whether other people may seem or may think that these are offensive emails, the reason why we're reading them is because, quite frankly, I thought they were funny. You got to uh, read thank good you. email, though. What about the email talking about I, I sound like I'm light-skinned with curly hair and, and awesome Nothing. hair? We, we yeah. didn't get that. I think that may have gone into the spam box. I'll check the spam oh, box. Man, you need to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> check that. We need them. That now, listen, uh, talking about getting lost in translation, like the emails about you having, uh, you know, your heyday soul glow look still going on. Um, <laughs> on Woke on woke Part 1, there was, there was a slight misunderstanding when I was talking about race, and I guess that's what that's what uh, Randy from Philly was trying to get to. Um, when I when I was speaking about race in terms of people who come from the Caribbean, specifically Dominicans, what what got lost in that twenty hour seminar <laughs> that I did that TED talk uh, was the fact that it's just they conflate race with nationalism and they're two separate things. So you know that 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 was all the point that I was trying to make, which is. They are black, but they think that because they're Dominican, they don't have to proclaim their blackness. So, you know, and then black is also frowned upon because of that. The misconstrued uh, idea of conflating nationalism with race. So I know I got lost on woke part one, um, you know, trying to get that point across. <laughs> and uh, Mag hit me up. He was like, yo. I think you may want to go to the drawing board. <laughs> yeah, I know you heard the show because you worked on it and everything, but, yo, you may want to go. And I went back, and I'm like, damn, yeah, shit, I went on, like, a fucking 20-mile run with this one. This shit was just real easy. Yo, they conflating one with the other. But I'm I'm glad you guys are getting the point. Um, now, the reason why there's a part two to this show, or at, I, I guess what the reason 
why there is a part two to woke as as a label um, and as it being, you know, an episode on the show is because this week it just so happens that we celebrate the life of an individual who we believe was awake, not woke. And that, of course, was Martin Luther King Jr. Now, that individual, uh, you know, laid out for a lot of people um, across this country an idea that maybe, maybe if we were to wake up from the slumber at that time that we were in, moving forward in the future, meaning where we're at now, we would be you know, looking at each other not from the color of our skin or making assumptions based on the color of our skin, but more or less making assumptions based on our interactions with one another. And out of those interactions with one another, excuse me, with one another, you know, basing it on on, on the character that, you know, we have, that we, we give off. So, uh Mag, you know, at the end of Woke Part One, was like, "Yo, we, you know, we should have a part two. And lo and behold, I, I don't think neither one of us were really aware that, you know, obviously we know Martin Luther King Jr. Day is is, is celebrated in January, on you know, it, during the month of January, but we weren't necessarily aware to the fact that it was going to fall during the week that we would usually record the show. And uh, yeah, man, this, this is a special time." But it's also kind of a, of a weird time because of how we're treating each other. Does that make sense? You know what? Um, we, we have what he laid out for us, but yeah, we're treating each other. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you set the stage. Um, me and you were on the phone, not yesterday, but the day before, and I was doing uh doing my normal deliveries, mm-hmm. and funny thing happened to me it, because we're real people we work yeah we definitely <laughs> we work. to make money yeah you know what i'm saying i the hustle is real right. um I, I was doing an order i was doing like gamestop deliveries you know what i'm saying and uh i get to the i set up my whole day you know what i'm saying i started off on one app delivering boxes you know what i'm saying go mm-hmm. to another app deliver games from gamestop so i get to the store and i'm a little i'm a little early you know, because uh, the the one uh, box delivery, it didn't really work out because my car is <laughs> not super huge and the boxes were. Um, okay. So I'm sitting outside of the GameStop and, you know, I, I eat my food or whatever because it's a McDonald's right there. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I see the, I see the gentleman that was supposed to be opening the store. He walks in, you know, what I'm saying about 1130, you know, what I'm saying, you know, whatever. Yeah. Five, ten minutes later, now, mind you, I know how long it takes to, you know what I'm saying, open up a store and all that other stuff, right? So five, ten minutes later, he comes back to the front of the door, and there's a, a young um, police officer, police woman, you know what I'm saying, that drives up. And she walks to the door. They talk. He has the phone in his hand and everything. And then she walks off. But when she walks off, she gets back in her car, and she's facing towards me. She's at the end of the strip mall, which the GameStop is at the end as well. There's a cricket that's next door to it, but she's at the end and I'm parked in front of the GameStop door, but I can still see her. And I Mm -hmm. see that she's paying attention to what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Now, once again, I'm in one of those areas where, you know, they don't necessarily see people that look like me, but I'm not thinking anything of it. You know what I'm saying? My first. Let's just put it out there. 
it's an area where there's predominantly white people. They don't see a lot of black people out there because, you I know, mean, everybody's... Yeah, it's I'm pretty sure there's some black people out there, but yeah, not, but not in the numbers like that got you. Getting back to it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sitting there, and my first, my first thought was to, you know, ask the officer and the young man what was going on, because it was in my old district. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I feel like, okay, I know the store manager, this, that, and other. So should I call and make sure everything's cool? Or, you know, that was because I still have a certain loyalty to the people that I work with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whether I, how I feel about the company or whoever, that's neither here nor there. But, um, yep. you know, but I sat in the car and I, you know, I waited a little while longer. You know, uh, some time goes by, the officer drives off. It's like, I look at the clock, it's like 11.45. You know what I'm saying? 11.47, <laughs> the officer comes back around, you know what I'm saying, and now she's driving down the parking lot, and she goes right in front of my car, and she's looking all in there, you know what I'm saying, so I make eye contact with her, I nod my head, like, you know, hey, what's going on, I get back on my phone, and, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong, so mm-hmm. I go inside of the store, you know what I'm saying, once it opens, it's 12 o'clock now, and I... I Decide that, you know, I'm pick these orders up. There's one order that's supposed to be picked up at 12. There's another one that's supposed to be picked up at 1. Okay. So I'll tell the young man what I'm here for, whatever. I ask him, you know, what's going, what's going on in the store. <laughs> you know, I uh, ask him about the store manager. He's like, well, he's not even from that store. He's from a different store. The store manager might have got fired. They don't, whatever. All right. Oh, man. So now... It's time for me to say, okay, yes, I picked up these these items from GameStop. I'm ready to deliver them. Let me go to the app and verify it. There's no button to verify it. You know what I'm saying? There's a navigation. And once I hit navigation, it says you've arrived. Please pick up your items. I try to pick up the item. It just won't do it. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whatever. I'll figure it out in the car. I go to the car. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to figure it out. Still trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But I'm noticing... There's a little bit more of a police presence, mm. which I'm like, OK, you know what I'm saying? So I have these I have the items, but I haven't verified that I took them from GameStop. I had the young man run it through his system saying that they were picked up, but I have to verify that I picked it up on the app. Right. So being yep. the individual that I am, the uh, I, I pay attention and I, uh, I recognize game. Instead of me driving off with the items, I decided to take them back into the store. You know what I'm saying? Hey, check it out. I can't verify that I took these. Here you go. If, if, if the app works or whatever, then I'll take care of it. So now I get back in my car and I drive off. Okay. So while I'm rolling, I look, I look to my left. I see an accident. You know what I'm saying? Now, the accident had all of the cops that was just trying to chase me. I mean, not chase me, but that was checking me out. So I was able to get out of the area without garnering garnering any more attention. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that I went through that hairy situation because of how I look, and I'm not sure that maybe there is some type of thing going on where if I would have took the games, they would have pulled me over and it would have been a thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know all these things, but from someone that calls themselves woke or whatever, if I told them the story, 
they would be all up in arms like, man, they, they racist as hell out there. I don't know why you would be out there in the first place, this, that, another. Hey, mm-hmm. once again, I don't know if that was it. It felt like it because I've been through it before. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If it, if it walks like a duck. Right. Know, <laughs> Quacks like, well, yeah, it must be one. Man. But, it's, but that's that's the that's the problem. You know, if, if things look and maybe even smell, sure. But, you know, a, a, a lot of times we end up conflating a situation just based on feelings when it's really not what's happening and, and, and we, we let it get the best of us. But, you know, everybody, I guess, handles it with you know differently. I tell you what, me, when I was younger, I probably would have made a scene. Yeah. And me, when I was younger... I got caught in a situation like that where a cop actually followed me all through um, McHenry. I was in McHenry, Illinois, and a cop literally followed me when I was doing two of my deliveries. I used to be a courier back in the day, too. So I was doing two of my deliveries and my deliveries involved me stopping at banks. And I had the key to the bank to go inside, pick up what I need to pick up, put it in my car and take it to the drop off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I got keys to the bank and I got a code to to. Uh, some doors or whatever where I can go into the break room or whatever because sometimes they might have candy or, you know, you put a dollar mm-hmm. in. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You see all that. Plus, I have my credentials hanging from my neck. Why do you feel like you need to follow me to try to figure out what I'm doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm looking. I'm like, is he Yo, really Maybe he's curious, man. Maybe but he's I, curious. That's fine. But wait till, <laughs> wait till you get to why he pulled me over. All right, so... I'm I'm not breaking the rules. I'm not driving. You know what I'm saying? Fast anything. I cruise control. I'm good. So I'm mm-hmm. like KFC. It's a KFC right there. All right, let me get in the drive-through. KFC. Boom. Damn, you just filling in all the stereotypes a, right now. Right, but but check it out. But there's a <laughs> there's an auto zone adjacent to it. You know what I'm saying? So I see him backing in, so he can see what the fuck I'm doing. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? So, Maybe you's gonna get an alternator at the AutoZone and work on it right there on the parking but, lot. But I'm know? at KFC though, so why the fuck is he? You know, well, what I'm first saying? you gotta get your drumsticks. You know what I mean? Right, your right, chicken, right. And your chicken. You know what I mean? Your chicken wings. You... Man, check it out, man. I decide because I'm like, I right, I got my food. You know what I'm saying? I go to Jules. I eat my food in the Jules parking lot, right? He's driving through the Jules parking lot. I'm like, all right, I'm eating my food. You know what I'm saying? I go, I leave Jules parking lot. I go get gas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, which is right next door fill up my tank then i'm like man you know what i'm saying i ain't got no uh i don't have any uh what vitamin d or whatever so i'm like all right i go get some some uh pills from jules it's right there mm-hmm. i'm kind of oblivious i know that this dude is following me but i in my mind i'm not doing anything wrong i'm not causing the issue you know what i'm saying i'm going about my my, my day so i go inside of the, the jewels right up or whatever i come back out he's waiting next to my next to my car you know, he's parked, and then I'm parked. So I'm like, whatever. Get in my car, drive off. You know what I'm saying? I look, I look, look at my route slip, because back then, I didn't have GPS. So I looked at my route slip. I'm like, all right, so I got to go. Yeah, we're, we're dating ourselves by saying shit right, like that. Right, So yeah, I'm like, all right, I got to go. These twerps don't know first. what that shit is like. Definitely. So I, I leave Jules' parking lot. I go, you know what I'm saying, to go back around so I can get back on the road so I can go towards Woodstock. Soon as I turn around flashing lights guess what i do guess what i do 20 i think i was 25 or something like that hopped out boop well first thing i did when i when i felt like i was getting ready to get get pulled over is i called my sister i put her i put her on bluetooth you know what i'm saying because we didn't have bluetooth you know what i'm saying i hop out and i'm like why i'm like why are you following me 
So you know what she's saying in my ear? Get back in the car, calm down, this, that, another. But it was yeah, a different day and age. It was a different wild. day and age. I'm wilding, but it was a different day and age. You know what I'm saying? Where I, where I wasn't afraid to confront a, to confront a police officer. Well, it wasn't about being was afraid. Like, it, it was it was really more it was really more you know youthful ignorance. Because let's be real, you really didn't have to do all of that. Now, no, even, no, even no, if he's no, pulling no, you over no, for some no, dumb shit, which I, I know for a fact, because I had to let him know that that you know what I'm saying he's pulling he was pulling me over for dumb shit because I I had a temper back then. All right, well go, go ahead, go ahead, finish, finish. All yeah. right, so I hop out the car, whatever. He's like, well, you you you've gotten six hits on your license plate today. I say I do deliveries out here. Well, you it says that you don't have that that, that your license is suspended. I'm like, here's my here's the paperwork right here that says that it isn't actual paperwork. You know, when I take it to court to prove that my license was suspended, this is what you give. This is it right here. Well, I still got to take you in. Right. What the license? Yeah, you, you got some dickhead cops out there. <laughs> so. These are the cops that I've come in contact with my whole entire life. I come, I came in, I come in contact with the dickheads. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not throwing a blanket and saying that all of them are because they aren't. No, nah, it's just that some have this King Kong fucking syndrome. They think they, you know, they <laughs> they got the badge and they're going to fucking walk up to you and they're going to yell at you. I, I had a state trooper do that shit to me in Massachusetts. He came up to the fucking window and I was like, officer. <laughs> and he yelled right back, it's Trooper. And I was like, whoa, oh, shit. He was a little short dude too. He had he had Napoleon syndrome. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's trooper. Yeah, he okay. yelled that shit. I'd be like, I'd be like my bad. I'm sorry, Officer Trooper. I mean, Trooper. Now this is the thing. This is the thing. At, if if I was taking that whole interaction with that dude from a woke standpoint, I would say that. Because I was driving a Chevy P, uh, a Chevy HHR, you know, the one that looks like a PT Cruiser. Uh, he was maybe expecting to see a white person. But when he rolled up to the window and he saw that it was a, a you know, <laughs> a dude of color, light-skinned dude of color, he was, you know, oh, fuck it. You know, he went all ballistic on me. You and know, at the end of the day, well. say what? Card that, neither of those cars age well. Like, you can... It it ninety nine percent of the time you're on the road you will not see a PT cruiser or HHR. Uh yeah no I've seen a couple of them that look clean you know the people that own them not but out here oh well you got to think I mean you guys got a lot of snow up there uh, I mean we get a lot too but you guys you guys got that lake effect up there Shit, the whole thing is driving around that... in Priuses and we they ain't driving <laughs> come on man. Wild. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> weeds. You remember that show on Showtime? Weeds. Oh, that like shit. That? Oh man. Weeds. But the whole, shit, man. yeah, the whole thing is that you know, it, it's it's easy to conflate a situation with a douchebag for something racist. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's real easy. And don't get me wrong. Are some of them racist? Yeah. But you know. The the racist aspect of it isn't just seldomly applicable to white cops, cause I have bumped into some stray, you know, like like Bernie Mac in uh <laughs> in the wings that uh, don't you know don't be a menace in uh while drinking your juice in South Central. Bernie Mac plays the angry black cop. You know where that came like, from? 
I hate Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, that came from Boys in the Hood. Nah. Well, the whole, yeah. Mo- yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, movie yeah. was a satire. But wait a minute. The, the one that came from Boys in the Hood, you know where that came from? It goes back even further. You probably don't know this. Colors. Colors was the first was the first one that had, you know what I'm saying, a scene like that. Then Boys in the Hood. Then uh, Don't Be a Menace. Okay. You ain't never well, seen Colors? Uh, I probably, listen. No, I don't think I've seen Colors. I've probably seen parts of it. Yeah, I've seen parts of it, but not not that. Yeah, I bet Those you watched t- King of New York, though, didn't you? Man, fuck King of New York. King of New York was trash. Mm-hmm. You watched that shit, though. He was like, King of New York, I gotta go see that. Nah, I watched it. I had a buddy of mine at that time that was, you know, oh, King of New York, King of New York. I was like, alright, I watched it. I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. Anyways, the whole thing is that you, know, you, you have you do have some pockets of racism in this country still left, but they're not exclusive to white people. And I wish the woke mob out there would understand that. Like, once we start looking at each other, sure, that's necessary. But once we start looking at ourselves in the mirror as well, that's one of the main things that I think was part of the whole movement that MLK was trying to put out there, which was, yo, listen, sure, there are certain things that at that time were systematic. That type of systematic does not exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nah, man. Nobody. So, have you have you ever have you ever been have you ever been arrested before? Have you ever been locked up? Let's say this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not from a locked up standpoint. Okay, I'm not talking about that. Because you know you're throwing blankets. Like it's it's people will think that you're throwing blankets on this shit. No, listen. You have to be more precise with what you're saying. Okay. All right. All right. So nobody's sitting in the back of the bus anymore. All right. There's there no go. more. There's no more. You know, oh, you go here, you go there. Like we're really a mixed society. For the first time, when you look at the numbers, for the people who love stats, love sports, and love to throw stats out there, when you look at the stats, the stats don't lie. For the first time in American history, we have the highest number. Actually, over the last couple of years, the numbers have have actually increased even more. With you know, biracial couples biracial by meaning of black and white whether the male is black and the female is white or the female is black and and the male is white okay, so the slave masters oh, used to used to fuck the picking these all the stop, time stop, so what's your stop, point bro stop stop <laughs> nobody out here picking cotton anymore you know what i'm saying so yeah, there's the always the interracial couples well, hold on. yeah but that that's forced that's not really an interracial couple come on ain't nobody joined there for love right. <laughs> the so masters moved, is like you could take real quick shit. when i moved to racing i was surprised at how many mixed mixed couples there was because it's it kind of looked like if you've ever been to Hyde park it looked like Hyde park in chicago <laughs> you know what i'm saying i was like an old like 70 80 year old mixed couple that was some shit that you know coming up that was a no-no you know what I'm saying? But it it's something that has always been. It's been prevalent. You know what I'm saying? It's just you have to know where to find it. You know, but, now, it, but you but see being mixed, being a, being in an interracial marriage doesn't say anything about race. About society? Yes, it does. It does, because you can have yeah, so you can have you can have a black guy married to mm-hmm. a white chick or a white chick mm-hmm. or vice versa, you know, black chick married to a white dude and mm-hmm. the white dude to be real quick to call somebody a nigga or the, or the white chick would be real quick to call I, somebody a nigga. You I, know what I'm saying? That doesn't. I, I got you. I got you. Peep game. I'm going to be devil's advocate. Um, 
in this day and age, we do not have the complaint that our either our great grandparents had, our grandparents had, and hell, even to some extent, our parents had. So when when we look at the things that they had to deal with, we were literally by the work that MLK did, we were literally granted a, a, a world where that type of behavior was no longer acceptable. Now, surely enough, there was still some progress that had to be made because you got to think, you, you know, you, you're talking, what, maybe 40 years, 50 years, a little, maybe roughly around there since. And, you know, really what we got now is I'm not going to, does it need work? Yes, of course it does. Everything, you know, always needs work. But at this point, at this juncture, to sit down with a straight face and say, we have a racist pro- uh, racism problem in this country is beyond imaginable. Yo, no, no banking institution. Hold on, hold on. No, our grandparents and parents generation had to deal with banking institutions that would not literally would not lend to them because of the color of their skin. And in this day now. and age. In this day and age, none of them backs are looking at you. Doug, we live in such a corporatized So that era. never oh, happens. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what hold you're on, saying. That hold never on. happens. I'm going to tell you what. It's, and it's, I, I'm, I'm a living proof of that. No, it does not. Not anymore. I'll tell well, you you're why. Well, you're an example of something positive with that. But you can't say that it do, it never happens anymore. You can't say not that. Not based on race. It happens based on That's, that. Okay, so let's, let's, let's do this. Nah, hold on, That's hold on, your hold belief. Hold on, hold on. No, that's it's your not. Belief. It's but not, that's not because I, I proved it. I proved it. Listen, I actually you proved it by proved, saying that you do it, which proves that no, you're an example. But that doesn't I, prove that listen, it's a blanket I on everything exactly, saying that it never I, happened. I did exactly. I did exactly what mo- the vast majority of young people out of the hood do. We get you, a two. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We get a two hundred dollar credit card. We max it out on some bullshit, and then we don't pay it, and then that shit dings our credit. And then by the time we get out into the real world, now we already got a fucked up credit. You see, a lot of the shit that I keep telling, hold on, hold on, what does that have to do with what we're talking about, though? Because we conflate that with racism. So now I go out, hold on, hold on. Now we go out, we go out into the real world. We no longer in high school, okay? We got that credit card right out of high school. Boom, we fucked that up. Now we out in the real world, okay? We getting dinged left and right. And now what we are doing with these young people is we telling them if you fucked up your credit and you're not getting a loan you're not getting it because you black and they know you black now this is the thing when when you input your social security number and you input your information mm-hmm. that's just contextual that that's not, honestly that's not even contextual data to them mm-hmm. what's contextual data to them is when you pay your bills how often you pay them and how much income you have. And based on all, all those little parameters, what your three digit score is. Mm. So, you know, it is, it's crazy because I remember my, my grandfather telling me, cause he, at that time he already knew about credit scores and all of that. It, it was, it was starting to be, become a, a, a you know, a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he told me, he was like, listen, the, the mark of the beast to him, the mark of the beast was the three digit score that you had. Mm. <laughs> and but, but, but the, hold on hold on hold on the, the whole the thing is I, I digress with that but listen the, the whole thing is this 
I, and I'll leave it at this. The whole point is, is that we like in this day and age, we like to conflate a bad situation or a bad experience for it automatically. Boom. Meaning this shit has to deal with race. You and, know, we're not, um, and we're not conflate. necessarily dissecting. Conflate we're not really is a word I had never heard before. You know that? Okay. So I actually looked it up to see to see what it meant. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, why does he keep using conflate? Right. Mm-hmm. So do you get do you get the point that I'm making? I get I get the point that you're making, but the point that you're making is not the point that I would have wanted you to make, and I'm gonna explain that. You said that you're an example. Well, you said that you're proof that you can go to a lending institution and get a loan, right? If I have the requirements, you know, the approvable requirements. Okay, okay. if you have the, and the none of them has, have but, to do with race. None of it has to do with race. If you have the the, the requirements, whatever. Right. And then you went on and talked about race. You talked about what black people do as far as getting credit cards, running them up, fucking up their credit, all the other stuff. Which I admit, has to do with we do man. we do do that because we don't have the same type of financial um, teachings. We don't have the same the the the, the same type of financial instruction. Yeah. We don't have we the do. same type of financial mentorship. No, I can say do. how many different we do. ways. Not, we do. No, we do. We just, no, we don't. Yeah, we, we don't do. have. We, we do not have the same them. type of. Let me let me let me make it better for you. We don't have the same type of cultural awareness but where white man our parents. No, but nobody see you're talking about the white man. I ain't say shit about the white man. Okay. I'm talking about. I will go back to my quote. There's reasons <laughs> you 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 was talking about. You're talking about. <laughs> see, look, the white man. Like you stop bringing up the fucking white man. But anyway, what I'm saying is you went into. All of this stuff about how we set ourselves up for failure, okay? And sometimes we do. I'm not going to say that there isn't situations where that happens. But there are Mm -hmm. situations where people are perfectly qualified. And there's different types of grants. There's different types of uh, subsidies. there's There's different types of whatever that can be, you know, that they qualify for but because they're not in certain circles they have no access to that you know what i'm saying and if they do try to get access to it they're blocked at the door because they don't have the requirements to get in you know what i'm saying they'll have the perfect credit score they'll have the the you know six seven figure income or whatever well qualified but they're not able to get in because they're not part of i'm sorry i'm sorry hold on hold on hold on you really want me to sit here and believe that a black person with a six-figure income is mm-hmm. being denied access to a loan. Yeah. Duh. You ever you ever try I to don't... get a business loan in Chicago? <laughs> oh, matter man, of fact, you ever try to open up a dispensary in Chicago? Point, yo, to the crux of the point that I've always made. Why is it that all of these fucked up stories always come out of states that are ran by fucking Democrats? I tell you what, let's extrapolate the fucking party. Let, hold, hold, hold. Let's extrapolate. Talk hold. about the talk about politics. politics. <laughs> let's this extrapolate. Is not, this is let's not extrapolate the form politics. This now, is, I, got you, I, I, got you. I do not want but to get into no. Why is it that Democrats and all I got you? I got you. So why is it? Like, like I said, let's extrapolate politics out of it. Why is it? That all of these stories always come out of states where the woke mob is ruling everything. Why is that? 
Because I can guarantee you this much. No person, no lending institution is gonna, no legit lending institution in this day and age is seriously gonna look at somebody and be like, hmm, well, they got the money. Shit, they got a solid business plan. Oh, but yeah, you know, mm-mm. Their last name is Johnson. They're black. No, we can't do it. Yeah, you know, like I, that's no man. It's twenty twenty one, bro. Listen, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you this much. I know from personal experience because right when I dropped out of high school, because that's what I did, um, you know, I I, I got a three hundred dollar credit card. I maxed it out. I fucked up my credit, and slowly, after years of you know trying to work it out. I got it up to a certain level and then I flunked out again. Now, at no point in time, at no point in time was there anybody denying me anything based on on the color of my skin. They you. were denying me based on No, 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 no. They they were denying me and anybody else who looked like me because we're a risky asset. Lending to us would be risky. Why? Because we have made already bad decisions. You know, it's like the saying, if you make bad decisions with $10, you'll make bad decisions with $10,000. And I am living proof of that. (laughs) So, and I know, I know for a fact that it's not just me. There's, it's, it's a whole plethora of people out here that, and you're right. It's to some extent is a lack of financial literacy lack of uh, of knowledge about how the financial system works and understanding the benefits that it can you know it could be had to you as an individual but like i was telling you at the same time we do have people like that we just don't you know like i don't know if you remember that conversation you and i were having where you know we would i was tell, i was mentioning to you people you know what do you think about men, you people what? Oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what you mean by you people? What, what you, you mean? mean? <laughs> there's there's a group of people that 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 are not acknowledged when when we're growing up in the hood, and these individuals, these people, are individuals who have risen above it all, and we ostracize these people in the hood when you know they 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 come out of the same world that we're in and when they make it up there rather than looking up to them we turn around and we ostracize them because you know we're so woke that we fail to look at it from 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 an awoken standpoint meaning being fully awake and realizing yo this person went educated themselves you know they have a grasp on 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 what it is that needs to be done to get out of the struggle and instead we we shit on them you know, so it's look, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and tell anybody who these individuals are. I told Magnif who they are. You are more than welcome to do your own research on who these black individuals are that that are voices in 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 finances. But to the point of woke as a label and dealing with all of this stuff is, is that. A lot of the things that we're talking about right now, if if you notice the way the conversation is going, we're we're literally playing out exactly how these conversations would play out if if you would just to sit, you know, anywhere and listen to two people talk and they happen to have 
differing uh, differing views in this day and age. One would think that everything is solely based on 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 race and nothing else. And then there's another view that sees it from a point of view that maybe it's not all race and maybe actions that we've taken as individuals that we are trying to blanket ourselves with as people rather than looking at the individual choices that we make and and just, you know, playing the victim. So if you guys feel like at any point in time, maybe, just maybe, we're missing the mark on whatever the case may be, on whatever side it is that you are on, on this subject, do us a favor. Email the show. That's K-N-O-W-L-B-S at gmail.com. Let us know what your thoughts are because, honestly, I know we only sell we we have MOK on the <laughs> we have MOK on the uh, on the calendar once a year, which obviously everybody has only one you know one birthday right. But um, these are the types of conversations that honestly I think even he, if he was still alive, would say that we have to continue having because obviously the more we talk to each other, the more we have this conversation, the more understanding we could have. We am I right or am I wrong? I don't feel like if he was still alive, he would have still had these conversations. That's the reason why they killed him. Because he was making a movement where everybody was listening. You know what I'm saying? And that's dangerous. It's very dangerous. When you have a woke individual or an individual that is awake, as Wait. you would say, yeah. um, and the masses flock to him, and he has a powerful message that unites instead mm-hmm. of divides... That's, that's something that the establishment just can't take, man. Yeah, and I agree with that 100%, man, because the establishment is just a club of goody good old two-shoes over there. They think they know it all. And trust me, there's females in that club. It's not just all white men. <laughs> I'm always over here bringing up the white people. <laughs> white people get a bad rap with me. <laughs> Oh shit! Yo, you, you, ever, see, you ever you watch the Chappelle show, man? You ever watch the Chappelle show? Oh, no, yeah. not the Chappelle show. Boondocks. You ever watch Boondocks? Mm. Well, you gonna call me Uncle Ruckus? Is that what it is? You gonna say I'm Uncle Ruckus? I've had a couple of people tell me I'm out Uncle of, Ruckus. Out of is all, that, is that his name? Out of all the people in Boondocks, why would you throw yourself in a box of being Uncle Ruckus? Why would you do that? No, no, I said that. Now I didn't say that's who I am. I said. Oh, you I thought you were saying that Bulldogs, too. And I said, what? I'm Uncle Ruckus, and I and I literally ran oh, out and I told you. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, I thought you were saying you identify with him. I was going to say, no. damn, Puff, come on now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Don't do that. Uh, Don't do that trying to Y'all see what you're doing. Get out of here. What you mean, man? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? I see what you're trying to do, son. Nah, B. <laughs> I ain't with it. <laughs> Please forget it. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know what to say. Because it was like he laid all the groundwork. Like, if he was just a poof, come back to life. You know what I'm saying? All the groundwork that he laid. I mean, yeah, we've had some advances. We have some inclusions. We've had a whole bunch of stuff. But it's we still have that conversation of race. We still do. You know what I'm saying? And it's something that we don't necessarily need. And I don't, I'm full of stories. 
I got, got a story for this too, but I'll keep it short. All of the jobs and opportunities that have been given to me um, off of the strength of friendship, mm-hmm. off of the strength of camaraderie, off of the strength of I see you as an individual and not necessarily what you look like. Yep. All those jobs I've 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 I have to give credit. I've gotten from, you know what I'm saying, white people. And I I'm the main person that you Uncle Tom don't want to say that. You know what I'm saying? Like I really <laughs> don't want to say the only job that wasn't necessarily given, but the opportunity was like brought to my attention was TSA, and that was my oldest daughter's mom. She told me about TSA, but everything and Foot Locker. Foot Locker was my sister. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, all the other ones, mm. anytime I had any type of management position, trainer, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or anytime it was a different position that I wanted that made more money, white folks. So they can't all be bad. You know what I'm saying? Some of the, the craziest times I've had that wasn't on my block, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. White folks. And even even some people from my block join in with those crazy times. You know what I'm saying? Because it's true when <laughs> we used to say uh, stone like them white boys. You know what I'm saying? Because they get fucked up and have a great time. So, so those were some of the times that I had. Now, if I would have, you know, not seen them as... Or if I would have seen them as all white people are devils, all of them are bad, and this, that, and other, a lot of things and a lot of experiences that I had going to Vegas, Nashville, you know what I'm saying, um, doing stuff like that, having conversations that might offend some people, but we're just coming to coming to an understanding. Like I'm asking them offensive questions, and they're asking me offensive questions, and we, mm-hmm. and through that, I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? That it's all about that majority of times it's ignorance. People aren't exposed to different people or different personalities or whatever. And that's why we still have that conversation of race. We still have that conversation that starts with our differences instead of it just being about, you know, I see you. You're a man. You got two eyes. You got a nose. You got two ears. You you, you know, you got the same equipment that I have. They just and bleed, they bleed just like us. Yeah, you bleed and they have a voice, you know what I'm saying? And you know if some sometimes we don't see that. Sometimes we see, oh he's a big black dude, you know what I'm saying, with a with a black hoodie on or whatever. He must be up to no good. Or oh man, that 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 white dude in those overalls that's dusty as hell with no fucking shirt on and this, that, and other. And I'm where am I in the backwoods, whatever he's thinking about lynching me. You know what I'm saying? Because we have all black the, all the crazy white ass folks. tattoos we have and a, shit. all the crazy ass tattoos man when i had a situation i ain't gonna talk about the whole situation but i had a situation where i had to i had to go to a military base and spend some time there for a little while you know what i'm saying and uh on the way there I lost my bag, so I didn't have draws. I didn't have anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just there. You know what I'm this saying? This shit, this shit, all got onto the wrong fucking but no, star. But no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's gonna make sense. It's gonna make sense. It's gonna make sense. So Yo, this guy, shit. 
this guy, we're just gonna call him Star or whatever. This guy. Yo, you by know the way, I, I just I just finished taking this whole Dutch to the face. God I saw damn. that. I saw that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all at the roach. When you started, you was like sitting up in your seat and engaged and everything. And like the Stop. more and more you smoked it, the Stop. further and further you lean. Like you look at you. Oh yeah, I'm leaning you know there. Yeah, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we gonna we want to know what happened with no draw situation. We gonna we gonna call we gonna call him Star, right? <laughs> you know. Uh, Excuse we me. Was, though, we, we was pretty rambunctious and everything. So we set up mattresses all over in this room, right? So we we having like we wrestling and all the other shit, like everybody that was there. You know, so it's kind of like a summer camp, but it definitely wasn't a fucking summer camp. But anyway, um so you know, we kind of got to an understanding, not necessarily understanding, but uh, um we we had mutual respect for each other. You know what okay. I'm saying? Because he had skills, I had skills. He would get me, sometimes I would get him. You know what I'm saying? But nobody else could fuck with us. You feel me? Um, he started telling me... I think I do as long as there's no lube being tossed into the into the. Oh, mix. yeah, no, huh? no, none of that, man. Okay, uh, then I got shame, you. Okay. you. Keep your homophobic <laughs> and misogynistic views to yourself, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm so homophobic. You yeah, misogynistic so homophobe, you. Uh, misogynistic. I love when they throw those <laughs> words around. They don't even know what the fuck they but mean. But nah, so, so, you know what I'm saying? We, we had an understanding. So he noticed, or he had made, made reference... You know, he was like, you know, I noticed you when you got here, you didn't have anything, this, that, another. My family is sending a box. Every time they send a box, you know what I'm saying? There's a there's a brand new unopened pack of draws. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, this motherfucker be trying trying to play me. You know what I'm saying? So me being my young self, I kind of go, oh, man, you know, I go off. I'm like, man, who the fuck you think you are? This, that, another, blah, 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 right? When everything was said and done, I called myself not fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, we ain't, I ain't on that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't on no bullshit. Yeah, he, you I, thought he was trying to press yeah. up on And I for damn sure ain't going to be on nobody nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, make a long story short, one of the officers there, you know what I'm saying, that was in control of everything, came, came to me and, and brought me a fresh, fresh pack. Now, did it come from him? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I can I can definitely assume that he did. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and through the through the course of that, we ended up being cool again. I never made reference to that. He never made reference to it. But he started telling me, you know what I'm saying, about where he grew. He grew up in Georgia, you know what I'm saying, um, around the Dahlonega area. Not necessarily Dahlonega, but close to it. You know what I'm saying? Because I had family at that time that stayed in Dahlonega. So I kind of was like, so you around here? And he was like, he told me where it was. Um and because he hadn't come in contact with a whole bunch of black folks before he went to the military, he had mm-hmm. a certain opinion. He even had a swastika tattooed on himself. You know what I'm saying? He even mm-hmm. thought that he was a neo-Nazi. You know what I'm saying? So through the conversation, if me just seeing him, me even wanting to wrestle with him, was to, hey, let me show you, let me show you something. You got that racist shit tattooed on your body. I'm about to show you. You know what I'm saying? What what's really good? That was my my, you know, I saw I saw it, so I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to go get him. Um, but after that, really, that dude tattoos, with all them tattoos made it through maps. Goddamn, I think he got the tattoos after that, cause this was this was after boot camp. You know what I'm saying? This would have been after boot camp. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause you know, don't know, don't nobody make it through maps with nothing. 
<laughs> if, you, if you can't stand behind the line and piss into the damn urinal, you're not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hold your breath. Blow into your nose. <laughs> While they're looking into your ear, like, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Oh, man. But anyway, but um, yeah, with, with that whole situation, after talking to him and everything, I got to understand why he had his view that he did. And that's where I came up with the perspective thing. That's why I always tell people that it's their perspective. You know what I'm saying? Because you... You can't wholeheartedly 100% believe anything in this fucking world because you see it through your own lenses. You know what I'm saying? So your reality is not everybody else's reality. It's your perspective. So if you believe that Candace Owens should be, you know what I'm saying, the president in 2024, that's your perspective. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you, but that's a perspective. If you believe that uh, Joe Biden is the worst thing that's going to happen, that's ever happened to America and you know, China's just going to take over. That's a perspective. You know what I'm saying? If you think Trump is the ra- most racist president, Trump is the most racist president ever. And on inauguration day, all of the, all of the nation's capitals are going to explode and Trump's going to be the, the dictator. <laughs> that's a perspective. You know what I'm saying? That's not fucking reality. You feel me? Because this motherfucker's out there that think this dumbass shit. Yes, and it's got to be testers on you sleep you 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 sleepwalk oh wake the fuck up for real man it's fucking crazy yeah you know honestly it's it's beyond to say it's beyond the pale at this point to see the dumbassnesses out here i honestly feel like i'm living in the roger rabbit world for the people who are young here that don't know who the fuck roger rabbit was or is you got uh, bad I'm parents if you don't know who Roger Rabbit is. Your parents need well, to be shot. If you don't know who Roger Rabbit is, your parents he, need to be taken out you got to the fucking thing. Russian gallows or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> shot and the thrown in, in a hole. Oh, and yeah, the gulags. Thrown in a hole in fucking Siberia. How the fuck you don't know who Roger Rabbit is? Oh, I'm sorry. Where's my sleeve? <laughs> ah, much better. Much better. Much better. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, well, I, I I don't know what else to say, um, but we do have to pay the sponsors. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I don't know so much about getting paid by sponsors, but really more or less them getting paid from us because I think we've we've already done. We we've already done some unpaid sponsorship. We've plugged in a couple of couple of names. I think you mentioned Jules earlier today, uh, earlier in the show. I said I was gonna say earlier today. Jules, KFC, AutoZone, GameStop, Trojan, Tantric Sleeve. Oh my God, that Tantric Sleeve, Trojan. Listen, if you guys are out there, please. My man Magnif will be a perfect spokesperson. I'm telling you. He's a fan. He loves your product. Calluses and all. Calluses and all. This guy works it to the bone. That's why he's got the calluses. Come on, Trojan. I only know it about for about a month. I'm on my way. 300 points now. Brand new and every day. It's down to try out. Is it safe to say you're down to try out everything they send you? Because you know they got some other shit out there. Beyond the tantric sleep. Really? 
So what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If I mention it, I'll be called a homophobe. So on that note, guys, Damn. I'm your main man, the Puff Man. As yeah. always, you got one of those <laughs> in the great and phenomenal company of our top drawer, wonderful co host, okay. Mr. Magnif. You guys know how to reach out to us. Yeah. K-N-O-W-L-B-S at gmail.com. Uh, until next week, we may or may not hit you guys up with a bonus, but we do have a bonus that's live right now. You can check it out. It's called Hustle as a label. And yeah, until next week, guys, we'll holla at y'all. Peace. All right. <laughs> How many of these things are we going to do? <laughs> it's just, just, hey, uh. Mag is working. Mag, you see, this is the problem with talking about tantrums. He's a Trojan. Magnum gets nervous. He doesn't know how to do it. He, he, he bugs out on the outro. He don't he tell just, me to press start and stop. Back. My job is to press start and stop. You know what I'm saying? Right, if, we, if he say bye and I'm, and I'm high as hell over in the corner somewhere. I should be able to press stop without any ramifications. Without oh, you just to say bye. You're not gonna I, say bye. Bye, motherfucker. They need to be told bye, man. You're so well professional. Alright, well then bye. Can I can I can I press stop now? <laughs>